everyone, it's back to school week on top four. So we're going to be talking about school supplies because we had to buy a whole bunch for school. And <laughs> I want to talk about my favorite school supplies. Is it okay to not be that excited about school? You should be excited. Our kid goes to school and we get to do work all day. Actually, that is true. That's exciting. Yeah. I, I always have a lot of anxiety about school because I was a terrible student. And it was uh, it was a massive source of anxiety for me constantly as a child. I just never did my homework. I was constantly in trouble for that, but I couldn't make myself do it. it was, I don't know. It was a mess. Well, so do I, you I, still like shopping for school supplies? I mean, come on. That's awesome. It's awesome shopping for school supplies. You know, it, in the, it's kind of in the sense that like, it, like right now, like as an adult, you know, all the all, there's all these like trendy high end notebooks and trendy pens and everything that a lot of my friends and and uh, peers get into, and I want so badly to be into all that stuff. And I've even gone as far as to get some of these fancy things sometimes, and I just never use them. Like I, I just don't use pen and paper that much. And I wasn't that different in school. Like when I was in school, I didn't use it that much then either. And I, you know, I I, I hardly ever took notes. I didn't really know how. I, I, w- I never, like, studied or anything. <laughs> when I first started thinking of this challenge, I actually had a bit of a hard time until I figured out what I actually enjoyed in school. And there were some things that I was able to find for. Uh, but it, it was a little bit hard for me. I'll say that. <sighs> See, that's so sad to me because, I don't know, school <laughs> shopping for school supplies, especially when you picked your own stuff, it was, like, the one time a year that you got to spend money on pens and books and paper and i just i've always really loved that stuff and it always really thrilled me to be getting like a new pencil case or a new folder and pick out all the things and pick out the colors you want and slowly through our childhood like stuff started mattering and there used to be um you know you got to pick the characters you wanted and you know that it's just it was great see that i that was a little bit different for me too because like i mean my (laughs) my family growing up uh we didn't have new things that often. It wasn't like, oh, every year we get all new stuff. Like, no, we we didn't do that. Um, and we a combination of wouldn't and couldn't <laughs> was what caused this. But I mean, but how would a paper folder last through? Like, you oh yeah, so some of that stuff. That yeah, stuff. so like you know, every year we get like you know, like new binders and and you know stuff like that, paper or notebooks. But like a lot of the stuff wouldn't change. Like I would have the same you know, lunchbox for five, six years, something like that. I would have the same backpack for like four years. Like, oh, yeah. Stuff well, like that. I, like, I it wouldn't was... change backpacks or lunchboxes. I'm talking about the supplies. Okay. All right. That's like fair. the stuff that is basically consumable, like the plastic pencil cases that would always fall apart, you know? Yeah. All right. They, that's they wouldn't fair. last a whole year. They'd get all gunked up and plus you'd get a new one. <laughs> so new and clean. So, <laughs> so I do want to say that we're talking about school supplies today not office supplies that's right yeah so there's a distinction i think we need to talk like school supplies versus office supplies versus art supplies which i feel like are all different things totally different things yeah i'm including school supplies that i used when we you know when we were school aged Mm -hmm. and so some of these things either aren't sold anymore or probably or maybe aren't used anymore but and and there are probably some supplies today that kids have that I would greatly enjoy, like, say, a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I would have loved that when I was a kid, but uh, that wasn't a thing. And that, like, you know, to, you know, to give some context, like, we were in 
uh, primary school, uh, you know, I, I graduated from high school in 2000. You graduated in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, you know, to give some context to the, to what the supplies are, um, you know, this, so it's pre-computers being a, a big thing for students to have um, or well, at least, at least to have gonna, in school. I feel like we're not going to talk about things like Sharpies because like no one used Sharpies in school. They're right. great office supplies, but they aren't school supplies. All right. In true um, top four in fashion, I have honorable mentions, which course, I think we too. should do before we read our ad. Oh, you're going to make fun of mine so badly. Am I? Yeah. I uh, Now I'm afraid that I didn't do this list right. All right. Well, my first honorable mention, I'll go first so you can, so I'll break the ice here. <laughs> and I could break the ice if I hit it hard enough with my first honorable mention, drumsticks. What? I was a drummer in school. Part of what I would carry around in my backpack every day and occasionally replace every year or two would be drumsticks. Wow. I always had them in my backpack. Where are you going with the rest of this list if drumsticks are your honorable mention? <laughs> yeah. That almost made my number four. Wow. Because it made me happy. And I really enjoyed band. I, I didn't enjoy a lot of school, but I really enjoyed being a drummer in band. I, that was a lot of fun. I was pretty good at it, too. And it was just it was a, really a highlight of my day. All right. I have a couple of honorable mentions. All right. Um, Paper Mate felt tip um, pens. <laughs> they are amazing. I love them. My dad always had them for doing his felt-tip account. pens. Yeah, hold on. I got so one right here. Is it like a Sharpie? Yeah, let me show you. They like came in red and blue and green when we and black when we were first when we oh, were kids. Oh, these things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always I always thought I saw them in red. I never saw them in blue, but yeah. Yeah, they're blue, black, green and green was rare and red. My dad had them. Oh, these are for so doing fun. Accounts. I know they just write so fu- I don't know why they're so fun, but it felt like something really special and so I really coveted them i never had them for school because i was never allowed uh that's the thing like this it's so, yeah. so like this is basically like a tiny sharpie like it's yeah like a, it's, it's a super kind fine of like point. an office supply but i would always steal them to like kind of do school stuff with them it's the kind of like like i think the reason i only ever saw them in red is that they were this was probably the red pen that teachers would use to mark up papers yeah like it's this kind of thing like yeah. just in red and so yeah it's it's i would describe it to anybody unfamiliar with this you've probably seen it before it looks like a ballpoint pen, but has a tip like a very fine Sharpie. Yeah, it has a plastic casing, it has a clip, and it has um, a little white uh, kind of finial plus, I don't know, it's just this plastic thing inserted into so the pen. So you're using pen vocabulary. I'm going to say it's the thing on the top of the pen cap. Like, <laughs> And then when you uncap what it. What you're looking at, if you look at the top of the pen cap, I, that's called the finial? Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah, it's this little white plus sign. And then you uncap it and it's kind of like um, a felted pointy tip. It's, Can I it's very post fine. it? Yes. Posting is when you put the cap of the pen on its butt when you open it up. So it's which is what everyone does, unless you're a pen nerd. But every the whole rest of the world posts their pens. Not everyone posts. Some people are not. Some people just take the cap off and just put it on the table or hold it in their other hand. That's how I usually write. I hold the cap. You don't put it on the end on the other end. Not usually. No. That's crazy. It just feels too long. Anyway, some pens are meant to be posted. Some are. Anyway, um, (laughs) another honorable mention I have: um, everything Lisa Frank including trapper keepers and folders. I love this stuff. I didn't love it as much as I probably should have loved it. I think other people like really loved it. And then later on, people are really into it now as kind of a nostalgia thing. But I don't think anyone really liked it that much because it was just that's what everything was, was this Lisa Frank, like stars and kitties and like cute and rainbows and all kinds of stuff, like it, flowers and hearts and 
really, really uh, kind of uh, psychedelic a little bit with like cutesy hmm. animals. It's like cutesy animals in psychedelic situations. <laughs> That's really weird. I don't, I don't remember this at all. So no. I, maybe, maybe oh, it, everything was Lisa Frank. Everything, everything, everything. And it was like, you weren't really a girl in school unless you had Lisa Frank stuff. So <laughs> I had Lisa Frank stuff. Um, I guess I was never a girl in school. I know. What, what, what were you thinking? Um, all right. Another honorable mention, which is kind of something now. If I were a kid now, what I would really want are smencils. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're smelly pencils, but smelly in a good way. Yeah. It's like, like you know, when we were kids, like scented markers existed. Yes. Uh, but you, I mean, you yeah, would see them like. Yeah, with like the little, ha- like Mr. Happy or like, what were they? They what? had like, they had like the blobby <laughs> people on them. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? No, this the smelly markers, the like the broad chisel tip fat. Oh yeah. With like kind of the um, Now that you say like the big wide chisel tip ones and almost and the like whole... a crown cap, you know, like yes. this marker shaped marker. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about now. And they had like Mr. Grape and you know like <laughs> their names were and that they had such strong smells and we all sniff them like crazy of course. so that's and like then everyone the got like a red version. nose because you sniff too close yeah exactly mm. but now they have smencils which they seem <laughs> much more chic and they have like cool little kawaii like little see the smencil worries me though because you have these super sharp tips and so you have this incentive as a kid to point this very sharp hard pencil tip but very it's not, close it's to not your the nose. tip that smells it's the whole pencil yeah but it's realistically but it, what everyone's smelling is the tips it's when you freshly sharpen it, it smells the strongest but it's the it's the wood of the pencil, I think, that's scented. <laughs> because it comes in its own little smell tube, so it doesn't leak its <laughs> smell out. They're amazing! I think anyone now should totally load up on Spencils. Get a full set, you can have all of the scents, and you will just make your day. Spencils. All right, I have one more I want to mention, and you're going to make fun of this one severely. Um, it is, and uh, this is, I'm not even sure this counts, which is why I didn't rank it in my, in my top four. Uh, it is... Uh, my palm pilot that i had in high school hmm, that counts and the palm pilot was great because and this is this is a um, a theme that will recur here as part of me being a terrible student but also a huge computer nerd and you know i was desperate for computing time and programming time i was also really good at goofing off with basic games on these things and the great thing about the palm pilot is that when i got it in um 1998 yeah because i was a sophomore uh-huh uh, they they were not very common. They were common enough to be affordable-ish. Like, I saved up my money from my job after school working at the Natural Food Co-op scanning people's kale. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, the $200 Palm 3 at the time. And it was so great because it looked like I had a productive reason to have it. Like, people thought of them as, like, planners. You know, the same way people would have those planner notebooks. And the teachers weren't really familiar with them either. And this was way before anybody had phones in school. So... It looked like I, I was plausibly doing something educational or productive if I was using my Palm Pilot, even if I was just playing Mealborn or Solitaire. And so it was, I had tons of fun on that. I, like, I wanted so badly to be like a, you know, a businessy kind of person to have like contacts and calendars, but I didn't have anything going on. <laughs> a so I didn't business person. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah, you as wear like, suits? As like a high school nerd. No, not, not, not in that way, but just like I wanted to use all the functionality of this thing. What I ended up using it for mainly was games and uh, the original Instapaper, which was called Avant Go. <laughs> but uh, it was great because like you would look like you were doing something productive. The downside was you looked like a huge nerd. 
to the other children and to the teachers. Um, but that was something that I had already lost that battle. So I figured, well, while I'm lo- <laughs> while I've lost this battle, I might, <laughs> I might as well get some solitaire and mealborn out of it during during English class. So that didn't make your list. It's still in your honorable. That was honorable. Mentions? Don't worry, it gets worse from there. Oh, good, good. <laughs> uh, I have one more honorable mention: cute erasers, and they just got bumped from the main list. But I always loved, loved, loved cute little erasers that were like in the shape of fruit or little characters or something. They're just like those little flat ones that you basically get as like dentist presents or in goodie bags. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Those little tiny things that they couldn't erase anything. Oh, they they were were terrible. The worst. And that's why they got bumped from the list because they weren't actually useful. But I just I really (laughs) wanted them. Like I always wanted them because they were so cute and they were so colorful. And it, it was like candy you couldn't eat i guess i don't know it was like <laughs> candy for my pencil case it's like oh little treats awesome <laughs> i don't know they're so cute they're so cute and by the way we're gonna have links to all of this stuff in our show notes yeah at so, least the stuff that still exists <laughs> yeah the stuff that still exists or at least it's closest thing because i think everyone should go take a look at it or if you want to go shopping for some school supplies i mean go treat yourself because why not it's the start of school and we all need new supplies and as an adult, they're super cheap. Yeah, they are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I buy pens like crazy. Like whenever I see these paper mate pens and mm-hmm. I saw I saw them on Amazon, they had like a whole tons of colors. Yeah. I got a whole set. It was ten dollars. <laughs> it was amazing. And that was delivered to my house. I didn't even have to go anywhere, fight any crowds or do anything. I just yeah, hit exactly. one little buy button and ten dollars later, here comes a giant set of these paper mate pens that I will never need to buy again. <laughs> and yeah, I did that and they're here. <laughs> Speaking of the amazing things made possible by technology, <laughs> we are sponsored this week by Squarespace. Woo! Make your next move with a beautiful website from Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Maybe you want to create an online store where you can sell awesome paper goods or pens or whatever else. You can also sell digital goods, whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to create a portfolio site or a blog or a podcast site. You can host an entire podcast in Squarespace if you want to. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do any of these kinds of websites or pretty much any website you can think of. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades to do. You don't have to worry about any of that. Squarespace has it covered for you. If you need any help, they have award-winning 24-7 customer support. And their process is super easy no matter what your skill level is to – you can even buy a domain as you're signing up and trying out. You can get a whole domain name there set up and then you can design your site. You can customize it with these wonderful live previewing tools. Everything's super easy and visual and very intuitive no matter what your skill level is, as I said. And all these award-winning templates are beautifully designed by their pro designers to help you show off your great ideas and look good on any device. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month. And you can start a free trial with no credit card required by simply going to squarespace.com slash top four. So all spelled out, top four. When you decide to sign up, make sure to use offer code top four to get 10% off your first purchase of a website and or a domain and to show your support for top four. Once again, that is squarespace.com slash top four and the code top four to get 10% off your first purchase. We thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. All right, so our number fours. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. My number four, this uh, kind of brought me back and made me feel like school. And I think this was one of the most proud 
most cared for, most, uh, I don't know, just, I, I, I felt like a really big kid having this. Is it a trapper keeper? No, it's not a trapper keeper. You know they don't make those anymore? I, I was looking them up before the show. They yeah, don't... they don't make them anymore. That's why I was talking about them with the Lisa Frank stuff. Yeah. Anyway, this was just, it was amazing that I got to buy this for school and I really, really loved it. It was my TI-83 calculator. That is awesome. I loved this calculator. It did so many things. It, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a graphing calculator. So you could put in numbers and and um, formulas and it will graph things for you. And you did sine, cosine, and tangent and all this kind of stuff. And it did... All, it, I used it for pre-calc and calculus. And I absolutely loved this calculator. I used it so much and took such good care of it because it just... It meant so much to me. I don't know why it did, but I was just remembering it really really fondly and now i wish i knew where it was i think it's up in the attic right now <laughs> uh with like all of my old school papers and stuff because it has to be I, I feel like going to dig it out like it was it was a really really great tool it just felt like it opened up a whole new world of math to me and i thought that was really cool and it was it was also one of the things like i can't believe they're letting me cheat with a calculator because uh, it felt a little bit like <laughs> cheating, but they still well, let yeah, you use it. Because, like you know, in, in a lot of math classes, at least when we were going through school, like you weren't allowed to use calculators on tests and things like that. And then once you got into the more advanced stuff, you kind of had to, and you were allowed to, mm-hmm. and and it became well, it a, became a very knowing thing. the formulas and knowing how to apply them, as opposed to just you know, right? Like that meant nothing if you can remember how to apply it. Then that's what the you know, actual learning was. It wasn't about like, oh, can you actually put in these numbers and calculate this by hand? Like, n- no. But um, yeah, I I love this thing. I loved it so much. I remember the click that the cover made. Yeah, when you slide, you it, slide on. it on and off, yep. and it was so great. And I just I remember the feel of the buttons. Um, I it was just there's something great about it that it just seemed like such a special special thing. Yeah, and it was like I remember it was a big deal. Like they cost at the time in like you know the late nineties, they cost about sixty dollars, and I remember that was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Like to be for you know for you as a kid to be trusted with a sixty dollar tool. Oh, it was like, huge. Your parents were putting a lot of responsibility on you to like you know not lose or break this expensive thing. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I loved being given responsibility and being treated like a more grown up person than I than maybe I was or that or than I wanted to be, and so. I loved like absorbing that responsibility and, and being that grown up. And so to be trusted with something that was expensive and, and this, you know, this advanced tool really meant a lot to me. And I really took that seriously and I really cared for my, for you know, my stuff like that. And like, I, it, I it always remember how much I agonized writing my name on the cover of it because <laughs> I, I think I did it in like a, with a whiteout pen or something. So it would show up because it was oh, so yeah. dark. And I remember being like, Oh, don't mess it up. Like don't, you know, write yeah. sloppy or something because now it's like on here and this is yours and it's a whole thing. Yeah. My TI-83 calculator. And then didn't like a new model come out or something? Shortly or, after Or was we, that the new model? And that we had like my TI-82s. sister's generation. She was a few years older. She used the 82. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like I was on the, brink of like there was an older model and then a brand new one and i remember getting the brand new one you got the you would have gotten the 83 probably which was not it was like one year old when when you were getting it roughly something like that it it was young because before that was the 82 and then sometime after we left high school they got they made the 83 plus that was the current model for a while i think now there's the they're at least up to the 84 if not maybe a whole new series i don't know um but 
it, it was a big deal if you got the wrong one. Like mm-hmm. I remember at first, I think my sister got the wrong that. one. Or I my remember friend. there was a lot of drama around this calculator. Yeah, because like so, one thing that would happen was if you got the wrong one by going higher end, which like some parents have the inclination, like oh, you know this this is the calculator that's required, but you can get this even better model for like thirty bucks more. I'll, I want to get my kid the best I can get them, so I'll get the better model. But the problem was every model worked completely differently. Mm-hmm. And so the teachers would be giving instructions to the students for, for a particular model of calculator. And if you didn't have that model, you would be totally lost. I and do. And now, now you're bringing like, back memories. There yeah, was like, it was there a was always really like, strict thing. It was like, yeah. please don't get anything else. Get right, this. Exactly. Because like, there was always like one kid in class who like came in with the 89 or something <laughs> or the 92 the 90 the 90 series had a qwerty keyboard it looked totally it was like it looked like a tiny little like tablet with a qwerty keyboard it was it was totally awesome but like you know so you'd have like the one like rich kid in class who'd have the ta92 but it was totally useless because all the instruction from the teacher was given for the 83 and so you had to have like whatever the model was of your generation you had to have exactly that model and nothing either older or higher end because that would just totally Gosh, mess everything up. I've never up. even seen this 92 one. Yeah, I had one friend who it. had it. Yeah, with the big keyboard and everything. Oh my gosh. No, yeah. Nope, did not have that one. Boy, it was awesome. But no, it was... I had the TI-83. Yeah, me too. All right. That was a good pick. Thank you. My number four is my backpack. <laughs> I okay. always like and I still to this day as fans may know I still love backpacks I'm always I'm bu- I buy like a new backpack about once or twice a year because I just love backpacks Is it because when you were a kid you didn't get a new backpack so that's why you have so bit. many backpacks that might that yeah that's that's certainly part of my personality <laughs> um but the one I had when I was a kid was pretty decent as, you know as I knew at the time what brand did you have it was an L.L. Bean Oh, you had you were the nerd with the LLB and the but big I one with your initials in it. No, well, well, yes, but not <laughs> not the one you're thinking of. So the one you're thinking of it is was the either one, like blue or purple. Yeah, and yep. it was all nylon, mm-hmm. and it had it, it had if you got it monogrammed, it had it monogrammed with like the triangle or the the, the diamond. No, shape. there were different ones. You okay. could just have your letters. Mine but was simply ten thousand zippers, so it looked like this yes, giant right. brick on your back. Mine was not that model. A lot of people had that model, and I was never cool enough to have like the Jansport that everyone oh, else had. I had suede bottom Jansport. Those right. suckers did not last through anything. No. <laughs> they were done in like five months. Yes, yeah. I had the LL Bean, <laughs> but they were cool as hell. Yeah, I looked. I looked before the show. They don't make it anymore. At least I couldn't find it on their side anymore. I, I don't know when they stopped making it. Probably like twenty years ago. But <laughs> but they. Uh, I had it was an LL Bean. It was a. It was like a black ballistic nylon style fabric, but it had a brown leather bottom. So it was probably a similar look to your suede bottom thing. But no. <laughs> No, <laughs> doesn't look similar okay, at all. But you totally had the nerdy backpack. But it was really, it was very durable. Like with that leather bottom was awesome because like there was no like nylon corner to tear after a while. Like everyone else's crappy backpack would. And of course, you know that was back when Elbian had their lifetime warranty. So if anybody anything anything ever went wrong, I think one time we got a zipper replaced or something like that. But like that backpack lasted me all throughout high school and so I practical. think middle school too because it was it was just really good. And I really enjoyed that backpack. No, I had one of those saggy Jansport backpacks that you kind of wore really low and yeah. saggy <laughs> or like on one shoulder. Like you couldn't. Well, because you it, were a cool kid ish. Not, not really. Compared I, to me. Yes, compared to you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I was like the coolest person in town. Compared to yeah. you. <laughs> it didn't take much, but you were definitely way ahead I'm of me. I'm worried. Would we, have, would we have hung out? Yeah, I think we would have hung out because I was pretty. I was nerdy. I hung out with a lot of nerdy people. I wasn't the bottom of the barrel nerdy, though. I was not at the bottom of the nerd pile, but I was not that far above it. 
My number three um, are notebooks. I loved picking out my notebook. And this made my number three because it was one of the most useful things that you would buy. You would have to get one for every single class. So I would always like try and get like different colored ones or different styles or something. And later on in our school career, we were able to kind of pick out more cool ones with like different patterns and different pictures and stuff on the front. So that was really fun. And even when you were stuck with like the typical uh, black and white composition notebooks yeah, there's like mead that you that, see like, everywhere. everyone had, yeah. yeah. Um, I loved spending all of my time coloring in all of the white of those notebooks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I would sit there and I would color in the whole thing like it would just be kind of a meditation situation for me mm -hmm. in school and just coloring in all those swirly shapes all over the place or like trying to write cool things um over where your name would be and like draw pictures and stuff instead of writing my name so it would be recognizable as mine but i didn't have to like write my name and i just i really really liked and cared about my notebooks and i cared about what went in them and i cared about what was on them and i used them constantly and it was so it felt really a big connection to my school supply uh, life was the notebook. That makes sense. That's a good pick. Like I, and I thought about picking those too. I guess, but again, like I, I ended up never using them. Like almost all of my notebooks are like 90% blank. Oh, see, I, I love taking notes in class. Yeah, I did. I really like them. I really like taking good notes. It just felt like, and, and I like doing drawings and stuff in the corners. You've seen my notes. Yeah, yeah. They're wild. Yeah, you do awesome drawings. <laughs> I wish I had that skill, but I, I would, I mostly didn't. It was never a list, and it was, but it was never coherent, so I was really terrible at, like, studying from them because they were more doodles than, uh, and I've seen some people's notebooks, and they are amazing works of art. I'm not talking about mine being like that. It's just, like, margins filled with garbage, really, but mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, still, I really enjoyed it, and it was a big part of my school stuff notebooks all right my number three which i think might be the only actual school supply on my list <laughs> <laughs> wait what was your number four i already forgot my ella bean backpack oh there we go mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> i was blocking it out of my mind yeah don't forget my palm pod and my drumsticks from honorable mentions oh, those are honorable mentions they're in their <laughs> own little pile yeah it doesn't get better um so oh, my no. <laughs> my number three the only school supply on this list uh is the uh it's actually a pair so i wasn't sure if this counts as one or two more drumsticks it's sold as a pair though it is the pen and pencil that i liked the most in high school and college it is the zebra 301 series you've seen these before here i'll show you these oh those yeah Oh my goodness! And it's, it was sold as a pair. There was a mechanical pencil and uh -huh. a pen. There, it's the um, the F three hundred one is the pen, and the M three hundred one is the pencil. And you can get a pair of both. You can get one of each of them for like six bucks, and they're great. Like one thing I loved is the pencil had an eraser. Like you could you could pull the the cap off mm -hmm. on the of the end, and it had like a little tiny white eraser under there. A lot of mechanical pencils don't have erasers for some reason. That's weird. Uh, but I know, right? But that one did. And uh, and it just, you know, it wrote really well. It looked really cool. It always held up. It never leaked or broke on me because it has, it, has, it has a metal barrel. Like, it's a pretty decent pen and pencil for six bucks. Like, it, like it, for, for a basic school supply, I really enjoyed those Zebra 301s. All right. Okay. That was your number three? That was my number three. All right. I guess I got to go to my number two now. That is how the show works. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, my number two is the is also a writing instrument. Uh, it is the <laughs> the Pilot um, Precision, the V7, because I liked it a little bit more broad 
than the V5. And I love these pens. They, I'm, I had a teacher in fifth grade that used them all the time. They had the little ink window. And I love that. I love seeing kind of like the feed system on the nib because it didn't look like any other pen at all because it had like that long, tiny, thin metal barrel and then the plastic these? ribs. Those. Yep. You know, I have like a cup full of these on my desk. I know. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of them in like every single color, but some of them I have V5 and others I have V7. I prefer the V7 because they are um, 0.7 millimeters and the V5s are 0.5 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the broader ones, but um, they it's, it's easier to get a hold of the V5s anyway. But uh so yeah i just i love this pen so i had this teacher that used them i thought they looked so cool i especially love their blue because their blue is way more turquoise than any other pens blue like when you had any other Hmm. pen in school it was like blue black and the blue was very like navy ish and then the black was black and their blues they had like two different blues when we were going to school and it was just so vibrant and pretty and I really, really fell in love with that. I loved seeing the ink in the window. I thought that was really unique and unlike a um, like a standard pen where some of them, like like a Bic, you can see the ink, but it's different because it's like that goopy ink that's all stuck in the little tube. It's not sloshing around like you see in the yeah. in the pilots. And so I, I just I love those pens and I always have and I've now moved on from them, but they are still kind of like my gateway pen to liking writing instruments and for all the same reasons why i like fountain pens now are why i like these pens it's like the way they look the the interaction you have with the writing and it they're just i love them that's love awesome them. all right my number two is the ti-83 <laughs> i knew you had so much information for it for a reason well i'm also a huge nerd but the ti-83 hey, high five yeah that's how i know that there's like (laughs) that there's all these new versions and but anyway um yeah it's not sold anymore i think even the plus is probably out of the lineup now but uh, yeah i think we could find a link to it on amazon for like a thousand dollars or something i know i looked you can actually buy a t83 today for like 150 from some reseller oh really (laughs) yeah i don't know why you would but i came across this weird listing for like a thousand dollars i don't know was it einstein's (laughs) t83 like i don't know yeah probably not i don't think einstein uh anyway well that was that's a false marketing mark it up (laughs) um and, and all so the lies they tell for all the reasons you mentioned earlier that's that's part of the reason i liked it so much um but there were also some stuff you didn't mention that really meant a lot to me so as i mentioned you know i i really you know, was a huge nerd i was super into computers and and i wanted so badly to program the ta83 after a couple of months of using it i i forget how i learned this but somehow i learned that you could program it that it had a basic interpreter or something it was something like basic i don't know if it was exactly basic but it had a programming language that you could you could program on it like you didn't need a computer to do it you could actually program on the but you know by typing in the letters like on the keys like mm-hmm. really slowly like you know like <laughs> like the old style texting like but you could type in code and program on the TI83 i had no idea you could do that and once i discovered this it's all i did for many of my classes, for any class in which it would look reasonable to have a calculator <laughs> out. So, of course, math classes, any science class, anything that where like I could plausibly be either using a calculator for the class or where, where it would be a plausible explanation that, oh, I'm doing my, my math homework, like in study hall or whatever. It's like, but I was 
I programmed that thing constantly. I wrote my own like super basic games and things just all on the calculator, all during school. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was amazing to me because I could finally program all day long. <laughs> I was so hungry for it. I so badly wanted to program. And it was so great to finally have an outlet for that beyond QBasic on my home computer which was I was also programming the hell out of that but during school I didn't have that so it it was amazing to have that and then if you remember correctly the TI-83 had what was basically a small headphone jack on the bottom of it and it mm-hmm. came with a it came with a a cable that you could link it to another TI-83 but that's all you could do you could link them to each other and you could do a few things with that you could send each other like you know data back and forth but that was it but the math teacher had the computer data link cable that could plug into the headphone jack and the other end was a serial connector to plug into a computer. Whoa. I forget exactly how I convinced her, but somehow I convinced her to lend it to me for like a week to take home. Of course, I couldn't just buy it myself, obviously. I, you know, there was no Amazon or anything back then. <laughs> and I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have had like the whatever 40 bucks it probably would have cost. Um, and, and by the way, they still make these link cables. Now they're just USB instead of serial and they're like 30 bucks. But you know, anyway, so back then. So I borrowed this link cable from the math teacher for like a week. And I discovered when I got it home and installed the software and everything, I discovered it could load apps, but they weren't called that. They were called programs onto your calculator. I then discovered when I started looking around the internet for such apps that there was this whole different type of application that you could write for that if you were like a good programmer on big computers, you you didn't have to write your apps in uh, your, your programs in basic. You could write them in assembly. And if you wrote games in assembly, they could be really fast and have graphics. I mean, it's still black and white because it's still a graphing calculator. It's, you know, it's, it didn't have color or anything. But like, so what's the first game that you made? So the first game I made, well, I, I didn't, I couldn't write assembly at the time. I was still writing my own stuff in basic. And so games, I was, I, was, I would make things like, you know, drug wars and stuff like that, where like, it was just like text entry because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do graphics really. I was able to download a blackjack game that had graphics, but was still written in basic. I I hacked on that. I added features to it. I modified it because it was too complex for me to have written myself at the time. But I was able to go into the code and figure out what does what and and you know modify it and add stuff to it. So that was pretty fun. But then I discovered assembly games on the internet, loaded those on, and that was things like Tetris. <laughs> like good, like sophisticated games for yeah, a graphic calculator. Pong on mine. Yeah, that was probably an assembly game. And so but then then it's like a virus. I had this cable for a week. I downloaded as many of these games as I could to my calculator, but you could send them to someone else with the regular headphone-to-headphone cable. Oh, no. You're like, oh, man. So I spread these games. I sent... Oh, oh, and you could play Tetris against your friend <laughs> over the link cable. So naturally... Of course that was you. Of course it was me. So naturally, my friends you. and I quickly found ways to like hide the link cable be- between our desks during class and literally play Tetris against each other on our calculators during math class. And of course, because <laughs> these games could spread over the cables that we all had, I also basically infected my school with graphing calculator games. And You're like everyone a graphing had, calculator supervillain. Yeah, and yeah, I basically <laughs> ruined the school. <laughs> like <laughs> Everyone had all these awesome assembly games for the graphing calculators <laughs> so it's that, that so this is one of the many reasons i'm surprised why, this wasn't number one then yeah number one uh, it's i'll wait <laughs> kind I'll of in wait. the same vein but you'll see uh but yeah <laughs> was it, it the cable the cable's number one <laughs> 
<laughs> number one is Tetris. <laughs> it was called Z Tetris, I think, because it was the it was a Z eighty processor in there, I think. Um, but yeah, it was it was amazing to to discover that whole world first for it to be the cool math toy that it was, then for it to be a programming toy for me. Wow, I feel then like our number ones to, are going to be very different. Right. And then for it to move into basically a Game Boy that I was allowed to play all day in class, like that's. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was quite something i love school supplies yeah i can see that <laughs> well i'm really glad that we had the same thing on our mm-hmm. list for different well kind of similar reasons but yours Fairly just different. went really really far <laughs> yes you went way deep way deep down that well, it was the only it was a computer yeah I that it. i was allowed to have on my desk and play with all day okay <laughs> i love you all right i'm ready for my number one now go for it it is the multi-point stacking pencil these things wait what (laughs) it's a really weird school supply but i I always wanted them so badly i loved when i had them they are the most wasteful ridiculous supply you could possibly imagine they are covered in plastic they are completely useless but they are just they felt so cool because it was like combining blocks and a pencil yeah they're great so you like okay these things yep and they would often come in different colors and sometimes um they had like eraser versions that could like stack the little erasers i just really like the mechanic of putting something (laughs) in one end it comes out the other end and like you like can shift it around i don't know it just felt really like fidget toy yeah i I never had these but yeah so so for the listeners these are the thing there there's let let me describe i'll describe oh yeah sorry so so it's like you have um inside of the um barrel of the pencil it's a plastic pencil but it's not like a mechanical pencil and there are these little plastic tips and they stack on top of each other almost like like rifle bullets yeah they gotta do (laughs) but they're like almost like pez ish i don't know but they have a um they have the graphite tip attached to these plastic pieces and when you finish with the tip of the pencil when it's done you can't sharpen it so you pull the tip out and you put the spent tip back into the pencil's butt kind of where the eraser is take it out the front put it in the butt (laughs) (laughs) and then the new one gets shifted forward and then you have a new pencil and they have um (laughs) it comes with a cap so it has like a cap and a clip these were like like comically wasteful weren't they oh they're so wasteful they're so wasteful and the eraser is in the cap so when you would post it uh putting the cap on the back then the eraser would be on the back like a regular pencil but i don't know i just i love these they were mechanical they were fun they were fidgety they were colorful sometimes they had like characters on them sometimes the (laughs) barrels were clear with like um i don't know like little cutesy animals or stuff on them they just they were so much fun sometimes the little cartridges were colors you can get them in like crayon versions where um each tip was a different color so you'd like cycle through the tips you'd have to like pull them all out and put them in like it was a pain in the neck but it was really fun Uh, i just think it was just one of those it was a really interactive product and it was really quirky and weird and it was just fun to have it because it was unlike anything else that you had in your supply drawer oh here's one that's multi the multi-stack crayon kind here we go that's the one with all the colors it's 
Yeah, I saw these a lot in school. Yeah, they were really fun. I always wanted them if I didn't have them. And I loved every second of having them when I did. And man, those tips did not last for two seconds. Like the crayon ones, they were over in like oh, yeah. four lines and they were spent. So it's like if you had one color that you liked, it just it would be over. Like that's it. No more blue. You can't use blue anymore. Blue's done. Blue's dead to you. All you have is yellow <laughs> and you can't see yellow at all. So it was like, it was great. I love them. They're definitely my number one because I still love them. I still think they're fun. They still make me smile. And uh, there's something the child inside of me just, just desires them desperately. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never, I always saw those around. I never had them myself, but I never knew that anybody liked them as much as you do. <laughs> like oh, they really always like seem them. like they're kind of like oh that's kind of interesting and then it like but never like a strong feeling towards them i found one at the beach house and i was like oh this is, like, <laughs> amazing i'm like i'm keeping this forever well you can apparently buy it today but i think you have to buy a thousand of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah they and they're incredible which might last an entire school year they're incredibly wasteful oh and they, they're so much plastic <laughs> for the so for so little plastic. pencil lead yeah <laughs> it's, it's they're actually a very bad idea but yeah they're really great and i think that might have been maybe like my gateway into kind of japanese stationary supplies because i think that's might have been where they started and they trickled down into our uh what's the called market Sure. I was thinking of trying to find a more sophisticated word to sound super smart about my multi-tip stacking pencil, but... <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, thanks. <laughs> um, but because like that and the little erasers, like there are certain um, state little school supplies that are very Japanese inspired um, and probably originated there and then kind of fed into our market later on. But yeah, I just... I really like them. And you can now find those in Japanese stationery stores and stuff. They're just... They're so fun. <laughs> that's awesome all right my number one is totally different totally different <laughs> is it like the car you drove to school in <laughs> no well, it wasn't my car i wish i had a car but i didn't um no the uh my number one like my number two i did not have a car <laughs> i just want to say that mm -hmm. you said you had a planetarium and a robotic music class um so yes, i did i had those things <laughs> not myself the whole school had it it was public mm -hmm. school yeah tip went to like the dream school it had like everything my school didn't even have like a science fair like I, and i thought we went That's i, so I went to what was considered a very good school in ohio but i guess we just have very different standards there anyway so long island <laughs> yeah yeah you and your island represent 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 that's really weird <laughs> anyway <laughs> Sorry, um, so my number one requires a little bit of, ex of explanation um my friends and I, you know, we had this little core group of friends and, and, and I had a few friends that I very frequently played Total Annihilation and other real-time strategy games with. Oh, no, I know where this is going. And, you know, and Total Annihilation and, and you know, the RTS genre, the real-time strategy genre, for anybody who doesn't know, it's those games where, like, you build a bunch of tanks and planes and you send them over to your enemy and you blow them up, right? And they're trying to do the same thing back to you at the same time. I don't and know it's where basically this is giant, going. giant click fests. You do. You have to know where this is going. I totally know where this so, is going. The problem is... We couldn't play real-time strategy games on our computers during the school day. And of course, my friends and I, rather than pay attention in school and, and do what we were supposed to be doing there, we had to devise ways to, uh, to amuse ourselves without paying attention. And in math class, it was easy. I could, I could play Z-Tetris on my TI-83, or I could program it, and, uh, and that, was, that was what I would do in math class. That wasn't so easy in classes where I was expected to be writing in a notebook or something. Our friend Mark... He had this planner notebook, one of those, like, I don't even know what kind it was, one of those, like, nice, like, calendars, at, like, where it has, like, every page is a day, 
and you could it's like your whole like notebook planner it had, it had like the the nice like fabric uh cover around it and would like snap shut or like one of those things what are those called just like day planners yeah like a like a, a binder day planner like a little little day planner kind yeah of thing. something like that and it was it was like about the size of like it was about the footprint of like a typical paperback book so like smaller than a full-size mm-hmm. notebook but bigger than like you know a little like you know pocketable thing. yeah and this is like in the early 90s so you didn't have much choice back yeah, then it was late 90s, but yeah. yeah so uh mark's notebook uh it, it quickly I, I don't know exactly how it started uh, but it became a funny thing between our other friends and i to borrow mark's notebook or steal it during class or during the school day and like doodle in it or write things in it or, or mess around with it somehow and we devised over the course of a few months, we devised basically a real-time strategy game on paper in Mark's notebook where where me and my other friend Dan would basically, like, we had all these rules. Like, we would take turns of, like, borrowing Mark's notebook for certain class periods. Borrowing. Yeah. We had rules, or, or like, Dan would steal it during one class and, like, pass it to me in the hall, like, between the next two <laughs> classes or something. And, like, so we had all these, all these like, rules that we established so we could basically have, like, equal time with Mark's notebook. And we would, you know, on paper, like, with pens, we would draw, like, you know units for this game like we would draw like little tanks and planes and everything and we had like you know a base on one side a base on the other side and we would like slowly you know attack towards each other's bases in the middle and we there were all sorts of like standards and rules we we devised about like you know what constituted an attack what would be like good enough what would win what would lose there were and we we actually devised this whole game and mark would occasionally intervene by taking his notebook back and like burning a page halfway or like it's like doing something <laughs> crazy like it was it was this whole thing that like absorbed us for I think three years of high school, something like it, it was either two or three years of high school. This is my favorite thing about adolescent Marco. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> because, you know, again, like we, we were bored. This was a fun game to play and it looked like work because we were, all we were doing was writing diligently in a notebook. <laughs> so it looked like work. <laughs> this, drawing like, tanks my, diligently in a notebook. Yeah. I, my number one and my number two uh, were both ways to kill lots of time yep. by not paying attention in class, <laughs> but in ways that looked like working. I love how you somehow take our list ideas and spin them to be so you. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I mean, I I worked very hard in school to not work in school. I see that. Like, I was really good at not doing my work. And so it, that my number one was Mark's Notebook because it was an amazing like three or th- i think three year long running game i've seen played. these notebooks they're epic they're awesome they are awesome you even uh tried to make uh, a game i did yeah i did um it's it never went anywhere and i i was yeah i, I had a uh, a little tech demo where i was trying i, I when the ipad pencil came out mm-hmm. a few years ago i i thought wouldn't it be cool if i could draw if you could draw like a you know a tank shape or something and the software would recognize it as a tank and recognize the different parts of it and like start animating it and actually and make it into a game where like you would have to draw your army and you would have someone else's army you know battling you or something like that but it turns out that's kind of hard and also i'm not a gamer or a game maker really and so I, you know, got, kind of got sidetracked and never, never did anything with it. But I, I, I still love that you were going to call it Mark's Notebook. I was going to call gonna it Mark's be Notebook. Best game. And That's if I ever so make cute. it, I will still call it Mark's Notebook. 
Uh, but yeah, it's probably not going to happen because it turns out I don't know how to make games. <laughs> but it would be really cool. It's a free idea. If anybody out there, I think it'd be a really cool game idea to have where you have an Apple Pencil and an iPad and you have to draw an army and it recognizes like, you know, oh, this is this is the turret of the tank. This is the base of the tank. This is the airplane wing and like is able to like animate the different units and into into motion. And, like I, I had ideas like you know, I was able to measure like how close to the ideal shape did you draw this? And if you drew a really crappy one, it wouldn't work as well. <laughs> I love that idea too. You know, like, so, like stuff like that. Like there are ways you could do it. <laughs> yeah. A poorly like, drawn plane, like wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't fly very well yeah. <laughs> or it would like crash. <laughs> like that's like, there are some, there's a lot of fun ideas you could do with that. I think if you, if you knew how to make games better than I do, it does sound really fun. I yeah. want to play this game but yeah, anyway that's make our, it first yeah you do, you do. <laughs> maybe I, if you send me back to school and just give me a laptop i guarantee you i know i'm gonna all you get is uh multi-tip uh stacking pencils <laughs> Actually, <laughs> 83 what would it school be like if you just took the things on our list not including the honorable mention things and that's all you had is well, your we supplies. have we have pens pencils and a notebook so that's you're true. able to We're take notes covered. yeah yeah we have mark's notebook to keep us amused and we and have organized. two calculators we have two TI-83s with which we can play Tetris. Oh, yeah, we can link them up. But we don't have the cable. <laughs> no one put the cable on their list. No one yeah. has the cable. Oh, wait, no. You said it well, comes with no, the cable. No, it comes with it. The, the okay, regular okay. one comes we're with safe, it. We're safe. We're safe. Yeah, yeah. And, and we have a back. We have my backpack to put it all in next oh, yeah. to the drumsticks and palm pilot. It is a giant backpack, and it will certainly fit everything. It fit drumsticks. You, you basically won't be able to find any of these things inside of that giant backpack. Yeah, drumsticks are not short. That backpack was too big maybe i had to put you had to put the drumstick in diagonally to make to make it close but it would they would fit 